Hey, friends. This episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vaccae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene, because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your host and Balanced Lifestyle Coach. I'm super excited that you're hanging out with me today to just dig into some amazing stuff as we explore and look at what is it what does it really mean to have it all? What does it really look like to live an abundant, loving life? And this podcast is where we share the stories and the real life examples of that. That's what we do here because I am so committed to having it all, creating it all, experiencing it all in my life. And, you know, it is, it is so helpful to me to be able to share and connect with you all in this experience, in this journey. And I believe that we all get something out of these conversations because at our core, we are, we are all connected. You know, we experience these different emotions and, you know, different things. But like, I've experienced anger and frustration and sadness and despair. And I know you have as well. And we can connect on that because in that we can all uplift one another. So happy, happy, happy that you're here. If you could please take a quick second to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to subscribe and then if you want you can leave a rating and even leave a review that would be awesome i love the feedback i love receiving your messages and seeing what you have to say about the show and suggestions and all that so subscribe rate and review and then if you want to reach out to me directly 
you know that I love getting into conversations. You can reach me on my email at Matthew at MatthewBivens.com or you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivens. Both ways are great ways to connect with me and I love having conversations. All right. Today, our conversation is about something that is so, so important to your growth and to really improvement in any area of your life. It's so important, but man, at times it is so hard. And that's humility. Humility. So we're going to dig into that. And I know this is going to connect with you on some level. And I'm hoping my, my intention is that you allow this message to really seep in and settle in. Because I believe humility is that X factor for you having it all. It's the X factor for you to experience the growth and the change in your life that you're desiring. It doesn't matter what part of life you want to change, whether it's your money, your relationships, your health, whatever it is, you will need humility and a lot of it. So we're going to dig into that today. Let's kick things off with some magic. I've got so much magic to share with you all, and I'm not holding back today. I'm about to share a lot of magic with you because that's part of what this is about. It's part of what having it all is about. Having these magical moments, creating these magical moments, acknowledging them and sharing them. And this is your first time tuning in and you're thinking to yourself, what is this dude talking about with magic? Well, a magical moment is when you influence yourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And they happen all the time. And if you don't stop and look at them and reflect on them, you'll miss them. And you'll be thinking that thing, great things aren't happening to you in life. And you'll be looking at the glass is half empty. And you'll be seeing, wow, that my neighbor's grass is so much greener than my grass. But anytime you're doing that, you're totally missing it because you are surrounded by magic. And it's time that we all acknowledge a little bit more. So I'm going to share my magic. Then I invite you to hit pause and reflect on your own. My first piece of magic is I had such a cool opportunity last week to connect with one of my clients live in person. And this is an individual that we've been working together virtually. So our entire client relationship, the whole entire engagement was virtual. I never met them in person, but they were they were coming through town and we stopped and grabbed a smoothie together and just talked and connected and hugged and laughed. And it was so, so, so tremendous. And I'm, I'm so happy that it could happen. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for the technology that allows us to talk to one another from around the world. Like truly, that's amazing. You know, and right now there's so many more people who are doing virtual meetings and virtual things. And that is awesome. And I'm grateful for that technology. And nothing will ever beat an in-person connection. Nothing. So I am so happy, and it's my first piece of magic, that I was able to connect with them and we could hang out in person. So shout out to Alex. I appreciate you. It was fantastic connecting. And yes, that's magic number one. Magic number two is also some client magic because I, I have been, I am blessed to work with some truly, truly phenomenal men and women, kings and queens, who are so bold, so courageous, and and so willing to get into the stuff for their own growth and their own greatness. And it is an honor to be a part of that process. 
And so in this past week, I have had a number of really powerful conversations with the people that I'm, I have the privilege to call a client. And it's just been fantastic to watch them go to new depths, to really peel back some layers and be willing to have those layers peeled back. And, and loving themselves so deeply that they're willing to face the scary stuff. Because that's how I see it. It's like when you love yourself so deeply that you're willing to just go in. That is incredible. And that for me has, has been and continues to be magical. So I appreciate anybody that I've had the honor to work with and who I work with presently and who I've worked with in the past because that's what you've done. You know, it's like you don't work with me if you are willing to peel back those layers. So it's been it's been a really just phenomenal week of those client conversations. And that's magic number two. Okay, on to some different magic because my third and final piece of magic is uh, is a little bit more. I don't know, like like it's like home fun play magic. And this was over the weekend. I resurrected and set up. Uh, a record player in my home. And so as a little bit of a background, my mother and father, you know, are, they're, they're in medicine, doctor and nurse. And I guess that career for them, like they went hard in their career. So they went you know, made sure that they had fun when they were off the clock. And so they used to do a lot of dancing. They used to DJ parties and they had a really, really awesome record and music collection. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Mood Plus, a company with a unique and ancient solution to modern stress. Some fascinating studies have happened in recent years that have shown the impact of beneficial microorganisms on mental health, specifically a bacteria called Mycobacterium vaccae. Basically, these microorganisms interact with our immune system and promote mental well-being as well as resilience to stress and anxiety. Normally, we would be exposed to this bacteria through contact with soil and mud. That's how our ancestors did it. But as society has grown and we've better understood disease, our efforts to combat the bad microbes have also reduced our contact with the good microbes. This is where Mood Plus comes on the scene because they are on a mission to harness the natural power of these microorganisms in order to enhance health and well-being. If you're looking for a natural, research-backed way to impact your mental well-being and boost your mood, then give Mood Plus a try. The company is called Mood Plus, but it's spelled M-U-D with an umlaut over the U. So listen close for the website because I'm going to spell it all out for you. Visit mud-plus.com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD at checkout for a 15% discount. Hey friends, this episode is sponsored by Factor, my go-to source for delicious and ready-to-eat meals. I love the work that I do and I can find myself following an idea or a project for hours at a time and then realize that I haven't eaten in a while. It's in those moments that I'm so grateful for Factor. First off, their meals are fresh, chef-crafted, and ready to eat, which means I don't have to spend time prepping, cooking, and cleaning up. I just get to enjoy the food. Second, since there are over 35 different meal options each week, I never get bored. I can choose from calorie-smart, protein-plus, keto, and more. 
which is great because Sarah and I have very different tastes. And now we don't have to compromise as much in the kitchen. And then there are the add-ons, which include things like pancakes, smoothies, and more. Basically, Factor has you covered through the entire day. Overall, we have found so much value in Factor. And if you're like us, then Factor might be the perfect solution for you if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash havingitall50 and use code havingitall50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code havingitall50 at factormeals.com slash havingitall50 to get 50% off. And the story was that when my mother and father moved from New York to California, I was born in California, but they moved a month before I was born. They drove a U-Haul across the country. And when they got into the desert down in the Southwest, the heat in the U-Haul just totally warped and destroyed most of their record collection. And so when I was growing up, we had that music in the house. Like there were still albums that, that they were able to rescue and they had some really fantastic equipment, a really awesome set of turntables, like two top of the line turntables, some really, really great speakers and, you know, a dope record collection, even though a lot of it was destroyed in the move. So years ago, I found all that equipment in my mother's garage and I brought it back to life, cleaned it all off, fixed the things that needed to get fixed. And I've had that and I've carried it with me as I've moved around. And when Maya was, just after she was born, we took some of the equipment that was in our house and we moved it into our basement because I think I just didn't want like a, a baby to wreck it or something. I don't know. But this weekend, I brought it back out. And I resurrected the turntables once again, cleaned everything off, set everything up, wired up the speakers, and started spinning some records. And it was so cool. Oh, it was so cool. You know, just listening to those albums again. Again, some of them were my parents. Like Listening to those albums was so awesome. It brought back all these different memories. Having that music play throughout my house. Like, it's, you know, if you if you have a, a record player and, and spin records, like, you you get it. It's, it sounds different. It just sounds different than the digital music coming through computer speakers. So to have that music flowing through my home once again, it's so familiar. And even the smell. The smell of the turntable, I remember. Like when I got the records and rescued them from my mom's garage, I hadn't seen them in 25 years. I hadn't seen that record player in 25 years. I probably had even forgot about it. And when I cracked it open, the smell, that like the, the rubber and whatever the material it's made from, it brought back a flood of memories. It was so crazy. I've never had that, that like olfactory memory trigger before but it happened and so even the smell for me is is powerful so setting that up was really great listening to it was really great and then getting to explain it to Maya because she's almost four and now she's curious what is that how does that work what does that light do why is this thing spinning what's that big black thing you're holding daddy is that a cd and so I got a chance to explain it to her show it how it all worked and really just share with her something that was shared with me when I was her age because I had those early memories. Like my parents were spinning, you know, disco and Michael Jackson, like all throughout our house. That, that's what I, we grew up with, that soundtrack all throughout our house. And I was Maya's age and younger when it first, when the music was first introduced. So 
it's been so magical to be able to share that with her and share it with Sarah. And yeah, that's just some cool personal magic of mine. Okay, cool. Now is your chance to hit pause and reflect on some magic for yourself. You know, how have you influenced self, others, or life recently? And I, and I really do implore you, don't skip over this. Like This is part of the practice of having it all. It's this stuff right now. Stopping, pausing, and reflecting. Because you might be thinking, I just want to get to the, let me just get to the rest of the episode. Let me get to the thing that I was intrigued by from the title. Let me get to that because that's what I really want. I'm letting you know, as your coach, just pause. Stop and reflect. Because there's so many things that we rush to get to. And in our rush, we miss all the other stuff that's going on around us. We miss all the magic. And it really doesn't matter how many tools that you have, right? How many of the different insights you have from listening to this podcast or any other podcast or reading any other book. And you accumulate all this wisdom, all this knowledge, all this stuff. If you still don't see how magical you are and how magical your life is, what does it matter that you have an encyclopedic brain and you can remember all these different things, all these pop psychology things and spout them off? It doesn't matter if you look around and don't see the magic in your creation. So that's why we do this. And that's why we do it every week. We stop and we pause. So that's your opportunity. Okay, now that you're complete pausing and reflecting on magic, let's go dig into some listener love. I got some shout outs. I have some special shout outs today because yesterday I did a webinar and a bunch of folks were hopping on that webinar and I wanted to give shout outs to the people who were contributing a lot in the conversation. You know, because you get people who watch and listen but then they don't actually post and comment. And then you get people who do the actual, you know, the, the engagement. So I got to give a shout out to a handful of you for engaging. So shout out goes to Katya, Alexandra, Jane, Craig, Lewis. You all were the top engagers in yesterday's webinar. And I just wanted to say thank you for that. Grateful that you showed up. Hope you got some great stuff from it. And oh, I appreciate you all working with the technical difficulties because it was like an hour and a half webinar. And I couldn't get on for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> so my co-host, Dr. Garland Vance, he held it down. And he did an excellent job because that was not the plan. I was supposed to be there from the first moment, but I just couldn't get this thing to work. Whatever software we were using, I couldn't get it to work. And uh, it was funny because Garland mentioned in there, he's like, yeah, I bet you Matthew is dealing with some stress right now. And, you know, he's working on channeling and being peaceful in the midst of stress because stress was one of the topics that we talked about in the webinar. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was working on staying in my, in my flow, in my power in the midst of a frustrating and slightly stressful situation. So anyway, I digress again, what shout outs to Katya, Alexandra, Jane, Craig, Lewis, appreciate you all listening to the podcast. I appreciate you for signing up for one of my free things, like an ebook or any of those things. Cause that's how you got on my email list. And then I appreciate you showing up on the webinar. It was fantastic to see you all. So Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's talk about humility. It's that time, that moment you've been waiting for when we can actually talk about the thing from the title of the episode. 
Oh, humility. Yeah. I really just have a simple message for you today. And I'm not, I'm not sure who it's for, you know? It's definitely for me. I'll say that. This is definitely a message for me. But I'm not sure who else it's for. But I know that this is going to land in some way. I believe it's going to land in some way. And my message is humble yourself. Just humble yourself. I know that you might believe you're right. I know that you think that if, you know, the other person would just open their eyes, they would just get it, then things would be better. I know you might think that the discomfort that you're feeling is an indication that you might be in the wrong place or moving in the wrong direction or this just isn't for you. But I tell you again, please just humble yourself and just receive the lesson in its fullness, in its entirety. Humility really is like glue. It's like this glue that holds all of the work that you're doing on yourself. Humility holds it all together. And without it, everything just falls apart. And I want you to just think about that and start relating to humility in that way. It's the glue that helps hold all of your personal development self-work together. When you're being humble, you're acknowledging your awesomeness. Like Part of humility is like, man, I am awesome. And you recognize that there's always room for more growth. And that room for growth, that growth happens when you open yourself up to feedback, to other perspectives, to another way of looking at something or thinking about something or approaching something. Humble people don't place their own self-importance over others, right? Humble people don't say, oh, your poop stinks, but mine doesn't. (laughs) Humble people, they have opinions, you know, and they might be clear on their own opinions and They allow other people to have their opinions as well. We all get to have an opinion. We all get to have a perspective. No one's better or worse than anybody else's. Humble people know that, you know what? There's something I can learn from every single person I meet, every single interaction. There's something that I can learn. There's something that I can take away. Humility in action is tremendous. It's such an awesome quality of character, but it really does take maturity takes maturity to be able to deploy humility because there are those moments when our ego just is raging oh that ego would just like convince you that you are so right and it's in those moments that maturity is what's going to allow you to deploy that humility to actually use it so that you can receive the lesson in its fullness You know, humility is not something that is reserved for any one type of person. It's there for all of us, from tiny, tiny children to adults. And if you are really working on improving your life, any area of your life, any area of your life, then humbling yourself constantly is the only way you're going to last and the only way you're going to get the results that you want. Now, why is that? You might be asking yourself, like, how come I have to use humility if I want to actually grow and, and, and change my life? Because here's why. Throughout the journey, throughout the process, your ego is going to be challenged. Yes, your ego is constantly going to be challenged 
because it's your ego that's gotten you where you are today. So if you're feeling unclear or stuck, unsure about something, if you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed, or you're uninspired or you're just totally out of balance, well, guess what? Part of the reason why you're feeling those ways is because of your ego. You've been letting ego drive the car. Ego is making decisions. Maybe you didn't listen to wisdom. Maybe you went against your gut or your intuition. Maybe you made decisions when you were at the height of your emotions or when you were in a swirl of some sort of breakdown. You made decisions from that place. Or maybe you talked yourself out of doing something. Talked yourself out of taking a risk. Talked yourself out of taking a stand. Talked yourself out of advocating for yourself. Talked yourself out of asking questions. Or maybe you allowed yourself to be undervalued, underappreciated, mistreated. Ego plays a part in all of that stuff. All of it. And like ego is necessary, you know. Part of its function is to protect us. It's part of why we have it. But you have to also recognize that part of what ego does is it doesn't want you to be uncomfortable. Ego will seek out comfort. And it's going to do whatever it can to keep you in your comfort zone, to keep you comfortable, to keep you safe. But the problem is that in order to improve your life in any area, whatever area you want to improve, for that to happen, you have to get outside your comfort zone. You have to. And so without the power of humility, it's really, really, really hard to see how you've created your own stuckness, how you've created your own frustration, how you've created your own lack of clarity. If you don't have ego, if you aren't deploying, sorry, if you don't, if you aren't deploying humility, you won't see that. And you'll keep thinking it's because of something external. It's something that you don't have. Oh, if I just had one other tip, if I just had one more book, if I just do one more seminar, if I just listen to one more, if I just had the right this, if I had the right that. No. A lot of that is ego doing its thing because ego wants to keep you comfortable. So I want to share some examples. I guess like a a pattern that I've seen in my life is that I have created a lot of breakdowns because of my ego when it came to relationships. Like that is an area for me where <clears throat> my ego has has run rampant and has ended relationships, has created a lot of turmoil in relationships. I'm not just talking romantic relationships. I'm talking like family relationships too. And when I was younger, not even that young, like, like I used to just believe I was right. And maybe you can relate with me. <laughs> but I just, I knew I was right. I knew it. I knew that I was right. And I knew that they were wrong. Before arguments even happened, I knew I was right. And that's how I'd walk around with my family, particularly with my siblings. I knew that if they could just see it the way that I see it, if they could just see it my way, then they would come around and they'd come to my side. And that was just my stance. And I was dug in on that. You know, and my ego convinced me that a strong stance there, like that strong stance, like it convinced me that that was the best thing to do. Where what reality what was happening is as I was standing and digging my feet in, I was rigid. I was rigid. I wasn't open 
to a different way of seeing something. I wasn't open to a different opinion. I wasn't open to difference in beliefs. Just wasn't open. I was closed off. And what's so fascinating is that when I look back and reflect on breakdowns that happened with my family and with other relationships, when I would dig in and take that stand and stand in my rightness, other people typically did as well. I gave them permission to do that. We gave each other permission to stand in our ego, to stand in our rightness. To be right rather than be happy. That's such a great question. (laughs) When you are swirling in a breakdown and your ego is firing on all cylinders and the last thing that you want to do is surrender and be humble, ask yourself, would I rather be right or would I rather be happy? And just see what comes up. Oh my gosh. So much stuff comes up when you ask yourself that question because you're like, oh, I just want to be right so, oh, I want to be right so badly right now. And I want, I want you to know that I'm right and I want you to be wrong. And I want you to taste what it's like that you're wrong and I'm right. And you know what? Yeah, I'd rather be right than happy. I would rather be right. I would rather win this argument than be happy. And whew, let me tell you, that's, that's when you know ego is driving the car. And so that's where humility comes in. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's really, uh, it's really, really a fascinating thing. Because unless you take a step back and take a 10,000 foot view and like look at it, you might miss it. It's really, really easy to miss when that ego is running things. And it's really easy to think that you are being humble when in reality you aren't. So when I was in the height of that ego and not humbling myself and any of that stuff, what I would just experience within my relationships is the same problems would come around again and again and again and again and again. You Maybe you can relate to me with that. You're like, man, we're talking about this again? Oh my gosh, okay. Another breakdown like this? Oh my gosh, okay. I did it again or this is what we're facing again? Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. A friend of mine today, we were in a call and he said something about ego I thought was funny. He said ego is kind of like that unwanted body hair, like unwanted or like like um, stubble on your face. Like you can shave it down and you can tame it, but it's going to come back. Like eventually it comes back. No matter how many times you shave it down, it comes back. And so when I thought about that, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like the ego just keeps bringing itself back up, making itself known again and again and again. And so the thing to do with that is to just accept it. To accept it. 
to accept that ego is a part of our experience as humans. Because it is. And instead of trying to get around it or overcome it or destroy it, anything like that, let's just work on humility. Let's work on recognizing when our ego is calling the shots and have the strength and the courage to humble ourselves in those moments. And humility and action can look like a lot of different things. It can look like asking for feedback. Hey, how are you experiencing me? Oh, here's an example. I was talking to one of our advertisement managers for my other podcast, and I asked her, you know, what would, what would help to make this relationship even more fruitful? And one of the things that she said is, you know, that her and her company are really big on communication. Make sure that communication is swift, that communication is clear, that if she asks three questions, that they all get answered in one email rather than answering one question and not and missing the next. And so I asked her, I said, hey, do we do anything that creates breakdowns in communication? Please tell me that feedback. Like, give me feedback around that. How do we communicate? How can we improve it? That's kind of what it can look like to ask for feedback. And so when you're being humble in life, you're asking for feedback again and again and again and again. Humility in action also looks like receiving the feedback. By receiving it, I mean really allowing yourself to hear that feedback, to hear what the person is saying, to hear what your body is communicating to you to hear and see what the data is telling you. Because all those are forms of feedback. Your body, feedback coming from other people, feedback coming from data. And so receiving that feedback is so key. And to do that, you got to open up your eyes, open up your ears, and shut your mouth. Just what you got to do. Humility in action also looks like surrendering to the feedback. It's a healthy feedback because not all feedback is healthy. Surrendering to healthy feedback is part of humility. And part of what that surrender means is you actually move in the uncomfortable direction. Right? If, if you know, I was talking to my coach and he gave me some feedback and I didn't like to hear it, but I ultimately wanted to surrender to it, Surrender would look like, okay, I'm going to go and do this thing that he was recommending. That's surrender. I don't want to do it. It feels uncomfortable. But you know what? I trust you. I trust the source of the feedback. I trust the intention of the feedback. I trust that in this moment, I'm probably just not seeing something. I trust in your wisdom and your experience and all that stuff. And I'm going to receive that feedback, surrender myself to it, and I'm going to move. That's what it can look like. Humility in action can also look like asking yourself a question. Like the question, what would love do in a situation like this? What would love look like in this situation? Or something like, what would my best self do in this situation? (laughs) If I wasn't feeling so ticked off, if I was in my sweet spot, in my center, what would I do in this situation? Those are examples of humility in action because each one of those is helping you to elevate and gain that higher perspective, that 10,000 foot view to see something the way that it is rather than how you feel about it. 
last thing I'll say about humility in action is it looks like surrender, 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 surrender. That's really what humility is all about. Just like surrendering. Because you're ultimately surrendering your ego. You're surrendering your fight. You're surrendering your need to be right. You're surrendering your need to be heard above everybody else's voice. Surrendering. It's not easy. It really, really, really is not easy. It can be so challenging. Like this concept can be so freaking challenging to be able to recognize when ego is calling the shots, to humble yourself in those moments, to seek out that feedback, to surrender, and to just constantly be staying in that humble space. It's not not easy. But you know what? Making a significant shift in your life typically is not easy. If it was easy, as they say, everybody would do it. Everybody would have the health that they dream of, the relationship that they dream of, the career, the finances that they dream of, the friendships that they dream of. Everybody would have all those things if this stuff was easy, but it's not. That's why so few have it. That's why so many people walk around wearing the mask that they've got it all, when inside they are just self-deprecating, judging everybody else, super critical of themselves, connecting their self-worth to their net worth, believing that if they get the next thing that, that now they've made it and they've succeeded, believing that if they have this certain validation from another person, then now I'm worthy of love. Yeah, that's what we do. We wear all those masks. Because sometimes it's easier to do that than to do the actual real deep digging. Again, that's why part of my magic today was just appreciation for the folks that I work with who are so willing to peel back those layers because it's not easy. But that's how the growth works. That's how transformation happens. Set that ego aside, humble yourself, receive some feedback, and just be relentless in peeling back those layers. Peel them back, peel them back. Say thank you for breakdowns. Thank you for this breakdown. Thank you for revealing a new area for me or just an area that has been there for a while, but an area to work on, an area to address. Thank you. That's humility. Something goes south. Wow, okay, I'm grateful for this because I see that this is opportunity for me. Yeah, not easy. I was told by a mentor that you know, if you really want to change, if you really want to change in your life and, and, and make some shifts, you need to plan on invest 10 years in it. 10 years. Three of those years, you're just going to be working on gathering the tools. Three years gathering the tools. Seven years learning how to master them. I was like, geez, wow. That's, that's a different way to look at it, right? Imagine wanting to make a quick fix in your life. Okay, I'm tired of the way my body looks. I want to make this change. I want to get my body to look like this. I want to have that energy. Okay, cool. What can I do over the course of a summer that's going to get me there? It's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, Padawan. You got to spend three years just collecting the tools. Just being in some coaching. Just amassing different tools. Just being in some mentorship. Just sitting by the side of somebody who's gained a little bit more you know, experience or wisdom in that area. 
and your wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Chop wood, carry water. Just spend three years doing that. And then, once you have a couple tools, spend the next seven really learning how to use them. A great way to think about this is if you are not a musical person and I gave you a piano or a violin, here's an instrument. Compose something beautiful. It's not going to happen immediately. You got to spend time understanding the instrument, understanding how music works, understanding all of those little nuances. And then you got to spend time learning how to master them before you can compose something truly beautiful. It's the same thing in learning or in being able to make a shift in your life. What's so cool, though, is that this stuff is available to everybody. Like I said, it's available to everyone, but it's going to be unlocked by just a few. And it's because it requires full buy-in. Full buy-in. Emotionally, mentally, sometimes physically, spiritually. You've got to really, really buy into this. And you've got to then muster up all the humility that you have. That's how the shift is going to happen. That's why humility is the glue. It holds everything else together. Because without it, it all just falls apart. You know, the things that you're really working on, on changing, it just falls apart. Because without humility, you start to believe that your stuff don't stink. You start to believe that you know everything. There's a difference between knowing and understanding. Knowing is rigid. Understanding is fluid. You want to be in a space of understanding. Ah, I understand this today. Maybe I'll understand it from a new level, a new plane tomorrow. Right? But when you don't have that humility, you just think you know things. I know this is how the world works. I know this is how you are. I know this is how people are. I know whatever, whatever, whatever. So yeah, it's available to everybody, but it's unlocked by so few. And I believe that, that you are here listening to this because either consciously or subconsciously, there's a part of your ego that needs to get checked. And there's opportunity for you to practice humility. That's what it is. And I want you all to be aware of false humility too, because false humility is certainly a thing. That's real. False humility is when something looks like humility on the surface, but underneath it, there's some sort of self-serving intention. Like there's something going on underneath the surface. And oftentimes you can sniff it out or you can just feel it. False humility is, is like when you fish for compliments, trying to draw attention to yourself, or when you just humble brag. We talk about how humble you are. Yeah, I'm so humble. <laughs> trying to make yourself seem superior or, or, or better than others. Like that's false humility. It can also, it's also this sort of like deceptive thing that it can look like not receiving praise or compliments. Like false humility can look like deflecting. Deflecting acknowledgement that you deserve or just a recognition of who you are. That's like when someone says, wow, what you did was so incredible. Wow, you really are awesome. And you say, eh, you know, it wasn't that great. Like I got lucky. No, I mean, I'm not that good at it. You know, like that's a false humility. You're sort of like, oh no, I don't, I don't deserve this. 
That's false humility. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Because it has you believing that you're being humble when in reality you're self-sabotaging. That's what it is. It's like you dig that hole even deeper when you're in the space of false humility. So make sure you're aware of that as well when that might be cropping up. So bottom line today, as I wrap this whole thing up, is I just really wanted to deliver this message to your subconscious. Like I want to get through all the brain gray matter and just hit it right in the heart. Because perhaps your ego right now might be telling you like, this conversation wasn't for me. Why did I listen to this thing for so long? Why did I even click play? <laughs> if that's you, yes, this was absolutely for you. There's something in here for you. Just trust that. You know, none of us are above humbling ourselves. It really does not matter how much of a master you are in any area. No matter how much skills or experience you have, there's always things that you don't know, things that you don't see, things that you don't understand. And in that lies opportunity for you to open yourself up, open up to new possibilities, and to grow. So I'm going to leave you with just these final thoughts. I want you to think about where might humbling yourself create the results that you're really, truly wanting in your life? Where might humbling yourself create that change? I want you to think about where you've called coaches or mentors or just feedback into your life and then you're rejecting it. I want you to think about where you're self-sabotaging and where you're holding your own self back from a breakthrough. You're just putting shackles on your ankles and tying some big old weights to yourself. Where are you doing that? Again, humility is hard. It's hard, and that's, that's why we just don't do it all the time. But it's that key ingredient. It's that key ingredient to your growth, to your expansion, to your transformation, to all of it. And so I'm going to spend some time reflecting myself on some some of this, uh, this ego that, that I allow to let run loose in my life. And I'm just going to reflect on where is the ego running the show. And I already know a couple of examples from the past week. So I'm going to sit with those for a little bit and just look at them as, you know, lessons and opportunities. And I'm just going to keep on trusting that feedback, those people that I placed around me, the, the data and the measurements that I place around me and my body. I'm going to work on trusting that to an even deeper degree and listening to that little voice within me, listening to my true voice of intuition and being able to discern that voice from my ego voice. And I'm going to work on surrendering. I'm going to work on surrendering. So I invite you to come and join me. All right. That's it for me today. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you so much for pressing play and listening to this conversation and just allowing it to, to soak in. You are awesome. You really, really are awesome. So I appreciate you. Once again, my name is Matthew Bivens, your Balanced Lifestyle Coach. Thank you. Love you. I'm going to catch you on the flip side. Here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. 
So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.